0: I started a series, and we call in it Final Say, I and know, say. really the goal of this is to uh, talk about the sovereignty of God. Right. On Friday night, just to give you some backdrop in case you missed, uh, uh, it was inspired by a comment you made to our son when you said, most people don't have a high view of God, mm-hmm. and we talked on Friday about the difference between having a high view of God and a low view. We talked about the way somebody is introduced to you. Is gonna give you the view of that person. So if somebody comes along and says, "Hey, this is," uh, 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 I'm just gonna use a name. This ain't you. If this is your name, this is Jason. He uh, he works. Uh, 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 he's fixing the light pole. You're gonna be like, "Well, that's Jason we'll fixed the light okay. pole." But if 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 a female walks up and says, "This is Jason, my fiance," all of a sudden he's in a different position. Yes, yes. And so you're gonna treat Jason, the light pole guy, f- different from Jason, the fiance, right. right? Because they are how of how they were introduced. And most people are have been introduced to God as someone who came to fix your finances, yeah. someone who came as a genie in the bottle, yeah. and and He's gonna make all these. Magical things happens in your life, not that he's not capable of it, Mm -hmm. but when you are introduced to God that way, and the Lord allows you to go through trials, you might tend to think, well, this genie isn't working because I'm rubbing the bottle and he's not fixing it. And so if you were introduced to God that way, you will break your relationship with him Mm -hmm. when those things that you thought he was didn't happen the way you thought. Mm -hmm. But if you were introduced to God high view Mm. meaning that he is sovereign king ruler does what he wants doesn't need your permission Mm. can allow you to go through trials if he pleases can bring you out of trial when he feels like Mm. he is in charge of the ups and the downs then you can begin to look at every area of your life and never doubt God but still trust that even though I'm down in this moment God is still with me can I get an amen Amen. can somebody type amen amen if you're receiving that come on hallelujah help me preach today online hallelujah Uh, put an amen down there and so so we talked about that on friday then we did the supreme court thing and i brought some scriptures up and today i want to go on and i want to talk about if god is in control if he rules everything if he says whatever he says does whatever he does then we need this god's character to be a good one Mm -hmm. because if he's a tyrant tyrannical sinister evil ruler that just has fun with men we're in trouble and so we want to explore God his nature and I also want to go deeper today if God is in charge of everything how how then do I have how should I view it my 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 trials that has come my way Mm. and this series is going to get good because I can't it's, it's going it's going to have to go yeah. there. You know, and I'm going to have to just theologically you know, do a leg drop on this thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me let me say this. I I grew up in in a uh, uh in the Pentecostal church and um I'm still Pentecostal to Ooh. the core if you want to label it that. Meaning all that simply means to me is that we believe in the power uh, and the moving of the Holy Spirit still active today. Mm-hmm. Right? Now we know that with Pentecostalism comes I'm A lot of extreme stuff that, you know, I'd be looking like this at (laughs) that too. I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be doing this How all day. How many times? But anyway, I, 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 I remember oh. traveling as a, as a Christian rapper. I would be invited to many places. I found myself going to Catholic churches. I found myself going to Episcopal church. I found myself going to Baptist church, to right. Calvinistic right. church, to Reformed, to, to you know Presbyterian, to all these churches. And every time I went, I was challenged, my, my Pentecostal belief. Because sometimes you can grow up in church and be in a box with your theology. Yeah. So as I began to travel, man. One of the most rocking things that ever rocked my faith in God mm-hmm. was because, you know, as Pentecostal, we focus in a lot on the power and the sh- the, the, the moving of the Holy Spirit. Right. But when I when I got to that other uh, 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 other places and they had an emphasis on the sovereignty of God, it right. rocked me because right. I'd never been taught or told that God is in charge. I've never been. Ta- I mean, I've been taught right. and told that, but to the extent of it, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we can get carried away. Be extreme on one end and miss. Not that it's not believed in the Pentecostal church. As a matter of fact, as I've studied Pentecostal theology, I found the same things interlocked in there. Mm -hmm. And I said, Well, why aren't the preachers preaching this? And so I, you know, I felt like I needed to hear that. I needed to know that God was in charge when my father died. When I watched my father died, I needed to know that God is still in control, and that didn't shock God. I needed to know that as the world is in chaos, God is still chilling. Yes. He never panics. Yes. I needed to know that. I needed to see these things. Mm. And so, 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 so it rocked me. And what I realized is that I had a concept of God being sovereign, but it wasn't really, uh, to the extent of what the Bible says. Mm. And what I mean by that is to paint that analogy, you know, have you ever heard of the queen of England? Yeah. Have you ever heard of England? <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know how we do with the British <laughs> yeah. accent. In the middle of this pandemic. Oh, you started BAM. Ba- I know BAM is home screaming <laughs> pandemic now to his wife. His wife is looking at him like, uh, Christine looking at him please. <laughs> All right. Uh, right, right. England. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, so the queen of England is an interesting, uh, 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 Figure, and let me say why. Why I say that? Because you know she she has a throne, she has a palace, she has wealth, she has even the title queen. And so we see her as this majestic leader. The problem with the queen that I discovered is that she really has no governing power. Mm -hmm. She is just really there as ornament, Mm -hmm. you know. And queen, if you're watching today, which I highly doubt. (laughs) I don't mean to call you ornament, <laughs> but, but the truth of the matter, she's just a symbol of power yeah. with no power. Yeah. Really, the prime minister over in England makes right. all the decisions, not the queen. The queen can't. She doesn't make any laws. She doesn't interpret laws. She doesn't enforce laws. All she is is a symbol of, in your mind, a queen, a powerful ruler with no authority. And oftentimes, as believers, we see God as king, but he's just a symbolic king. Mm -hmm. We don't really realize that God is not just a symbol Mm -hmm. sitting there who is. Got a throne and rules in heaven. And, you know, oftentimes we think that, you know, and I I used to think, I I wasn't aware that that's how I was thinking. But I never allowed the fact that he's all powerful to really permeate my thoughts to see that when a circumstance hits, Mm. when someone dies, Mm. God is still in charge. When when I got fired, and I never got fired, Mm. but if I did Is it the enemy trying to ruin my life? Or is God, is, is the kingdom still in charge? I've, I've been dating everybody and trying to get married and, and, and everybody I date is disastrous. Could it be the king making all them jokers leave you? Come on, somebody. Yes. Could, it, yes. be could yes. it be the king? Could it be the king? And let me say that better. I've learned that it's, it's not. Could it be the king? I've learned that when it comes to the believer's life, God is behind everything. Yes. He orchestrates for the believer. Yes. And so today I want to uh, unpack some scriptures and we're going to read a lot. Right. Nice. I want to jump back into what the word of God says, and help me with my scriptures today, Sev. as we put them up there, I want to go into the word of the Lord today, and I just want to reestablish some of the scriptures that God says, uh, the Bible says about God, right, in the first scripture I got, it's in the book of Psalms, chapter 135, verse number six, throw that up for me, it's up there, ready, amen, this is what it says, it says, whatever the Lord pleases, he does, Y'all hear that? That's boss talk. Whatever the Lord does, Lord pleases. Whatever pleases him, he does. He does it in heaven Mm. and on earth. And watch this, in the seas and all the deeps. There ain't a place on planet earth that God is not in charge of. You know, oftentimes we wonder what's down in the deep blue sea, in the deep, deep, deep deep that they still haven't explored. Well, I know who knows what's going on down there. God yeah. even whatever's happening down there God is in charge of right mm-hmm. look at what Isaiah forty six ten says throw that up for me one time it says that the God that we serve he declares the end from the beginning yes. and if you were here Friday yes. night I unpacked that yes. it, it, God can declare the end from the beginning because he lives in eternity he is outside of time yes. and so he's at your end and your beginning at the same time yes. go figure that yes. one out and he says, and from the ancient uh, times, things not yet done saying, watch this, my counsel shall stand. In other words, counsel, advice, my rule, what, whatever I've spoken, the words that I've determined, the way that life ought to be governed. In other words, if you want to get deeper, my counsel, the, prin- the, the scientific principles that govern planet Earth. Mm right the the, the 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 sun will rise, the sun is hot, mm-hmm. fire needs to be hot, water needs mm-hmm. to be this h two o transforms itself all these uh principles that govern the world, mm-hmm. his counsels will stand, you cannot go against what he 's the that's why I said in one of my songs, Science is the study of what happened when he spoke in right, Genesis. Right all we're trying to figure out in science is what happened when God spoke and declared all these yes, counsels or yes, principles that yes. governs the world and it not only governs the natural world but he has spiritual principles that governs your world yes, hallelujah yes. and going against them will only be disastrous going against them will be like putting your hands in fire and thinking fire will change and not burn you mm-hmm. hallelujah he says my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish my purpose that's isaiah 46 10 amen look up at proverbs sixteen fourteen. look at what it says there the lord has made everything for its purpose this one gets deep look at this sister sherry even the wicked for the day of trouble Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pass the slow down. Put the camera on me, Chef. Wait, wait, wait. Did that just say that God makes everything for a purpose, and even the wait. wicked for the day? Di- wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You mean that God, God still has his hands over chaos and calamity and evil? Oh, absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not the causation of evil. Right. Evil, or evil, is the uh, evil comes. When every man disobeys God. And here's the thing about sovereignty. Even though God is in control. He gives man free will. Some people think that the free will of man negates the sovereignty of God. Well I ask you this. If he's truly sovereign. Hmm. Cannot a sovereign God create a world in which he gives man free will? Or is a sovereign God limited? So deal with that later. But uh, but 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 make no mistakes, even in your choices, mm. he is still in control. Yes. And you say, well, I can't wrap my mind around that pastor. I can't either. And if I could, that would mean I could figure out God, right. but I serve a God so infinite that yes. I know I've realized, and I'm, I'm cool with it, that it will take a lifetime to figure him out. Mm. And to be honest with you, it'll take the passing of this life to the next to begin to understand him. He's infinite in his power. And so, so the Bible says here that even the wicked God has a a, a purpose for them. Now, now let me explain that. It doesn't mean that God made them wicked, but God made people, people make choices. And, and oftentimes I've said this, I heard somebody said this. Somebody said, um, you remember Khadijah testified last week mm-hmm. in her testimony, Khadijah had me rolling because she said in a part of the testimony, she said when she felt sick, she said, I, I I was angry at God because I had a list of all the other people who <laughs> were years. qualified for being <laughs> sick. Right. I don't know that Khadijah, you're not alone. <laughs> Whenever I see people pass away or good people or quote unquote that I think, yeah. Lord, why did this I, i I really got a list that I could say, Lord, I could give you a list of people you could take out. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is this, right? Uh, 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 God gives people choices. Yeah. And they become evil. And oftentimes, like Khadijah, like myself, you might be saying, God, why do you allow the evil people to still live on this earth? Why do you allow, look at the evil people are doing. It's very obvious. Why don't you kill them and take them out? God says, don't you worry. Don't you try to be me. Even the evil, I've got a day for them. And even what they do, I've got my hands is behind calamity. I'm still going to be able to work for good. That's the type of uh, this is getting deep this yes. morning. So, so I want you to know. I want I wanted you to see those scriptures so that you don't ever panic. Know that your God is in charge. Yes. He sees and yes. He knows. Yes. The problem becomes though if some if there is such a being so powerful, what is his nature and character like? Is is is? Well, and you see, I get in trouble when I say those words. What is his nature and character like? Because because. Uh, his attributes, right? Uh, 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 what, and those are human terms because the truth of the matter is, right? We have a standard of good right. and we try to live to meet the standard of good. Right. But when it comes to God, God doesn't have a standard of good that he meets because that would make good bigger than God right. and so good would be God and not God be right. good. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. I, oh, right. I'm going go, right. go to dinner. <laughs> I'm going to dinner. <laughs> that right there yeah. you I should I should get a million likes for that right there. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, so, and I was having this conversation with somebody I was trolling one of our church members on his Instagram page this week asking him about something he wrote mm. just trolling him Be- because really I was getting to this same point mm. we as human beings we have standards mm. unspoken we have a system of morality everybody walks into a room one time I was on a plane with an agnostic and I said sitting there with him and I said my brother you know I'm, he asked me where I'm coming from what, what I do I said I'm a Christian rapper and a pastor and he said you're a Christian rapper pastor I said you know the usual looks I said yeah, yeah. Yes, I am. I love the Lord Jesus. And he looked at me and he said, "Um, I said, what do you do? Do you believe in God?" He said, and he told me, he "said I'm agnostic. I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe there is." I said, "So you don't believe in good and evil?" He said, "Maybe something's good. Maybe he's evil." I said, and he had his wife and kids in the front. I said, "Well, you know, I'm going to ask you something. This is going to be really crazy. And I know, you know, uh, don't don't think this is going to happen, but." If somebody came on this plane right now and, and right. hurt your entire family, put, you know, shot, shot them to death, shot, is that good or evil? He said, well, I would have to call it evil. I said, well, what, what, what makes you determine if it's evil or good? And the point I was trying to make to him that intrinsically in us, there's this thought pattern of we can walk into a room and say something is good or evil. Right. And so there's this standard that we live to. Mm. The problem with God is that God doesn't live to the standard yeah. But whatever flows from God is that standard. Did did I do a good job in explaining that? So that's why when the young ruler came to Jesus and he said to Jesus, good teacher, Jesus stopped him. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, why do you call me good? For there's none good but but God. In other words, the the, the standard of good is whatever God declares, Mm. his counsel. Mm. And there is none really that can live up to that standard except the standard itself. And Jesus was saying, why do you call me good? For there's none but good good but God what Jesus was trying to do was tell him that is that is that you're absolutely right I am good and the only one good is God which makes me Jesus God hallelujah yes. and, and so that's why the Bible declares not only is God good but 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 the Bible says God is Love. Yes. God is justice. Yes. God is all of these attributes yes. that we, it's not that he's living to the standard, but he is the standard. Yes. And so the God who is all powerful, it is absolutely good to know that he is the standard of everything, quote unquote, good. Yes. And I want to show you this in scripture, right? There's several scriptures that says this. The Bible says the, the, the way that this sovereign Lord's think to us. Look at what he said to Jeremiah. He said, I know the plans I have for yes. you. They're plans to prosper you. They're yes. plans to give you a future, to give you a hope. But my principles are declared. If you go against them, yes. you're going to get the outcome of what's anti my principles. Yes. But if you stick with me, yes. the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. Look look at what he says in the book of Peter. Put, put, put up that scripture for me there Se- Se- that's my, my, my next scripture mm. look at what it says in 2nd Peter chapter t- 3 verse number 9 look at what the word of God says the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise mm. as some count slowness have you ever felt like God is slow yes. he taking a little too long yes. you answered mad quick <laughs> I don't know what you in need of but I felt like God I need you to do But but look at this but he is patient toward you. Yes. Come on, somebody. Yeah. In other words, when you feel God ain't working and things out as fast as that, God is allowing the trials because He's really patient towards you, working something else in you. Yeah. And He says, yeah. and and He is patient. He is slow to 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 bring in His anger. This is what this, in context the scripture is talking about. He's, he's 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 not he's not in a rush because. Thank God he's taking his time. Here's why. Because he's not wishing that any should perish. Perish. If God hurried up this process, you know how many people are going to go to a lost eternity? But God is slow. That's why sometimes as a pastor, I have learned never to judge people in their moments. Mm. You know, never to judge people in their worst moments. Men do that. Men even will go back in your past. Mm. And bring up something that you did 30 years ago and hold you hostage to that. God is slow and patient. Right? And he does this. Why? Why is he so patient? Why is he allowing us to make these mistakes? Why is God allowing these things to happen? It says because he is not wishing or not willing that any should perish, Mm. but that all should reach repentance, that all should come to a place of a changed mind. That's what the nature of this God is. And I wanna go, I wanna go a little further. Do I have time? Yeah. Do, my, do I still have an audience? Are we still having church today? Yeah. L- listen to this. I, 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 I wanna show you something. Sister Sherry, I wish, with all that said, you know, there's still part of me, and we're gonna to go to the scriptures again in a minute. There's a part of me that wishes life could go exactly how I plan, right but when I study these scriptures, I realize that life doesn't always go as I plan. The Bible talks in the book of Proverbs that men can make their plans, but it's really the ways of the Lord that is established yeah. right yeah. Uh, I, I, and sometimes though, I wish that it could really go how I plan right. so for example, I wish I could have you know uh Some of you might be watching, you might be saying, I wish I could plan the day I was born, the time I would be born in. I wish I could plan how I look when I was born. I would have nice white straight teeth, hallelujah, Uh, 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 whatever color hair you want, whatever, whatever you want. I want to plan how tall or how short I'm going to be. I want to plan uh, I'm going to go to this school. Mm-hmm. Then when I leave this school, I'm going to go to this prestigious college. Mm-hmm. When I leave this college, I'll be working in this prestigious career. Then I'm going to meet this fine, prestigious woman. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have this beautiful house. And then we're going to have exact amount of kids. Mm-hmm. And you can really plan life out. And we're going to make this amount of money. How much money are we making? 500000 you, you dreaming too low, Savannah? How much money we making? Two billion. Two <laughs> billion. You see, my daughter. See, I'm... see, you didn't raise her. I did. <laughs> Two billion dollars, and that's the first year starting salary so you know don't you wish you could dream and yeah. then and then you could dream what your kids will become none of them will get locked up none of them will get in trouble never suspended they'll become straight-age students just you know cr- and, and everything you dream and then and then you will grow old and you will uh golf your way into eternity and, and, and <laughs> enjoy life on jet skis at 70 hallelujah <laughs> and, and yeah. then eventually at a ripe age when all your kids and grandkids and great grands have been born and you met them they will be gathered around you on the bed and you will bless each and every one of them leaving an inheritance and then leave i wish that's how life go life go like this you're born your mother don't even want to talk to you no more she (laughs) on facebook all day you just got here for the first year oh you cute 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 by the time you two i'm on facebook talk to me later it's true right and and, and then you plan which school you go to they say no you go on a (laughs) hillcrest (laughs) Ha <laughs> You you get ready to go to college and they say nope you you not that's that ain't the school you getting into <laughs> and, and you 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 figure I'm going to marry this prestigious woman you marry somebody you 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 dated a dude and you ended up being a baby mama he left you you got a kid out of wed life go crazy yeah. you know uh, 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 your wedding falls apart your marriage falls apart your your kids your, your, your prestigious kids who will grow up and be one end up in jail the other one He steal from you, (laughs) you know, why am I saying all these negatives? It ain't all negative. Life ain't all negative. But you see the point I'm trying to make is that you can have a plan. You know, like we had a lot of plans this year. We planned to buy a building and the Lord said, hey, hold a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Life doesn't go according to plan. But is God not in charge even when life is not going according to plan? You see, if everything goes according to our plan, we miss the point. This is not human's plans. Mm -hmm. This is God's plan. And God has an ultimate end that he's going to get to. And we often miss that, that that from the garden to revelation, we are joining a bigger story that is occurring. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to to highlight this a little bit more and using a story that you are very familiar with. If you're watching today and you are saying, Pastor Rich, I don't know where my life is going. Mm. I I make my plans, but I don't. Why don't you run to God, Mm. submit your plans to him and begin to pray and ask God Mm. to change your perspective. Because when your perspective is changed, you will begin to see that even the chaos and the trials, God is working it for a greater purpose there was a man in the bible by the name of Jacob Mm -hmm. Jacob became a father Mm -hmm. when Jacob Jacob was fighting all his life fought his brother you know just then when he met his wife he had to work for an uncle who made him work for seven years for his wife and then tricked him and made him marry a woman he had no interest in Mm -hmm. had to be live with a woman that he had no interest in and then work another seven years to get his the wife that he loved, right? Uh, Jacob finally got children. When his children were born, one of them, and you got to see it from Jacob's perspective. Many of you know the story. The Bible says the brothers came home one day, showed him some uh, clothes with blood and said, your son is dead. So his youngest son that he loved dearly, Joseph, he thought was dead, killed by some, maybe animal killed by whoever doesn't know and is grieving the death of a son I don't know what it's like to lose a child I don't ever want to know that but Jacob is feeling that he has to live on in life uh wondering how is this God who promised me that I'm gonna be great here I got these wives these sisters don't like each other they put it they fight each other Mm -hmm. and then Rachel the one that he really loved she died Mm -hmm. She died, and he was a wanderer. He never was able to give her a home. And she really died in a terrible... So he had to watch that. He's with all these children. His youngest son is dead. And now famine hits the land. And meanwhile, this is God's promise. You're going to come into a land filled with milk and honey. And through you, all nations of the earth will be blessed. Isn't it crazy that God would say through you all nations of the earth would be blessed and your kids dying, your, your wife dying, your children are wandering. There's you famine. can't, there's a famine in the land, you can't even feed them. But God says you are going to bless all the nations of the earth. Let me tell you, that's the thing about God. God calls the end from the beginning. He says, this is what's going to happen, Jacob. And your circumstance. Doubt your circumstance before you doubt me. Come on, somebody. Yes. And so so the Bible says that they were wondering. And, and so there was a famine. And, and, and somebody heard, Jacob heard, that Egypt got grain. Right. He said, I'm going to send them to Egypt. He turned to his sons. The Bible said this in the book of Genesis 46. He says, what y'all waiting on? Y'all better run over there to Egypt and buy some grain. Right. So them boys strapped up and all of them left. And he kept Benjamin. He said, I'm going to keep Benjamin, one son, because he said, this is my last one. I, I love him, you know. Yeah. And so he kept them and he sent the other so 10 of them went to Egypt to buy grain when they got to Egypt they ran into the ruler or the governor of Egypt little did they know that that governor was their brother that was Joseph let me tell you about Joseph the reason Joseph was sitting as the governor of Egypt was those same 10 men beat him up Hmm. had those 10 men not beat him up Hmm. and I talk about beat him to the point where they wanted to kill him Beat Joseph so bad mm-hmm. that Reuben, the, the older brother, said, We can't do this to yeah. this man. This is you, let's not have our brother's blood on our hands. Let's sell him into slavery. Look at Joseph's life. Joseph had just the hard life as his father, yeah. sold into slavery. Then he was charged with rape. Yeah. Went to prison. Mm-hmm. In prison, there was no way of coming out. Yeah. Interpreting dreams. Yeah. But I want you to know that's the God we serve, yes. y'all. And the Bible says not once did Joseph ever turn his back on God. Mm. There was something about Joseph, he had a high view of God. He felt that no matter where I was, that the God I served was with me. You see, God had given him a dream from early and Joseph believed God's dream rather than believe his circumstance. And so wherever Joseph was, Joseph believed, believed God. And the Bible said this about him, and God was with Joseph. Now Joseph was now governing and he sees the ten brothers and he says that he recognizes them but they don't recognize him. Mm. And And he tells them, you men are spies and begins to trick them and tell them, to go back home and and bring me proof that you're not spies bring your youngest brother and he he tells them i'm gonna put them in jail now the bible says they started speaking in their native tongue and they didn't know they thought joseph was egyptian right. they didn't know that joseph understood mm-hmm. what they were saying because joseph was talking to them through an interpreter mm-hmm. so as they were talking the bible says joseph understood everything and he turned and he wept he cried his eyes out and he told him he said i want you to go back and he he told told him i'm gonna let nine of you go back and i'm gonna keep simeon mm-hmm. go tell your father to send the youngest one mm-hmm. and he filled them up with grain and he put money packages in there when they came back jacob opened the package and he saw the money now i don't know why the, the bible says the sons became afraid when they saw it the sons could have become afraid because they felt like they were being set up yeah. or they could have joseph could have jacob could have been afraid because jacob probably could have think they sold simeon for this extra money i don't know what really is the bible don't really tell you what's happening there but the bible says this about jacob when jacob saw that simeon was gone and he joseph had died this is what he says turn with me put it up Sevi. in the book of genesis chapter 46 and i'm coming to a close verse number 10 i told you i want to preach the whole bible today (laughs) genesis chapter 42 verse 36 says this is what jacob says Their father said to them, you have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And now you want Benjamin? Look at those last words. He said, everything is against me. Look at me today. Have you ever felt like everything is against me? But little does he know that everything that is happening is for him. If anybody had a right to say everything is against me, it would actually be Joseph, yeah. but look at the contrast. Sometimes when you don't, life can hit you so hard that you could begin to say, Every, God is not with me. Mm. Everything is working against me. And you can feel like quitting. Yeah. But look at the contrast with Joseph. Mm. Go to Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. Put it up for me. Joseph said this. Look at his view. He said, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. To accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. In other words. What was Joseph saying? Mm. Joseph looked at the same circumstances. Mm. And said. I understand why y'all had to beat me up. Maybe it wasn't God's way. Maybe God could have worked this another way. But he worked through what you intended to harm me. And he brought me into slavery. Mm -hmm. And even though I was working a good job with Mr. Potiphar, I had overruled everything. He allowed this woman to accuse me. I was in jail. Mm -hmm. I was innocent. I didn't deserve this. And even in not deserving this, I still believe that he was with me. And then all of a sudden... He created a situation that Pharaoh was troubled by a dream Mm -hmm. and the only talent I had was interpreting dream Mm -hmm. and I became the only qualified one to answer Pharaoh's questions Mm -hmm. and so I went from a pit to a prison Mm -hmm. and now I'm walking into a palace. And you could see the remnants of where I was coming from on me. I got shackles on me. I got jail clothes on me. I smell like the dungeon. But as I'm walking before Mm -hmm. the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh says, are you the dream interpreter? Are you the one that interpreted my worker's dream? Well, here's my dream. Can you interpret it? And as I was there, I told him, I said, I'll answer you in a few days. In other words. All of a sudden, when he comes back in a few days and says, this is what your dream meant, and there's coming a famine, and you need to store up grain, all of a sudden, Pharaoh went from, thank you, and he could have sent me back to prison, but instead he said, fix that man up. Let yes. that man sit at my right hand. Yes. He will begin to govern Egypt yes. with me at this time. Yes. And now I was ruling Egypt. I was making decisions as to how to store up grain. I was building some even yes. some even believe that it was during this time the pyramids and all the might of Egypt was being built. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have no confirmation on that. Mm-hmm. But all of this stuff was being built, hallelujah. And Joseph was what was was the one in charge, and as he was in charge, not knowing why, but believing that God, because even sometimes in your success, you can't enjoy it because you don't know why I've been successful. But when his brothers yes. walked into the room, mm-hmm. he immediately begun to realize, yes. wow, yes. if God had not brought me here, my brothers and family would have died from this famine. Yes. But God made a promise yes. to him. And we're going to talk about this on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Why did God make a promise? It was for election Because God elected a nation, hallelujah, Mm. and then God moved from a nation to a church. Oh my gosh, we're going to go into this. But, but, But Joseph said this, he said the same thing that his father, his father looked at the situations and said, God, and he said, everything is against me. Joseph looked at everything and he said, no, it ain't against me. What you intended for evil, it was actually God's hands working for good to save you. And God brought him there. Had he given up, mm-hmm. he would have never been in that position. Right. And God brought him there so that he could save his family. But then he says that strange statement, and the saving of many lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Joseph knew he was prophetic at that moment. Mm-hmm. Because God was, brought Joseph all that way to save his own family for the purpose that Jesus would eventually come from his lineage so that through you all nations of the earth would be blessed. Mm. God said, I am your God, Jacob, and through you, I made a promise to Abraham that through you all nations of the earth would be blessed. When you look at Abraham, Abraham could have quit. Abraham was going to kill Isaac and Isaac wouldn't he Isaac was so grown, he didn't even have a wife, and Abraham was about to die. Abraham dying had to tell his servant, "Go find his boy, a wife." Yeah. He didn't see God's hands moving like that as far as tangibly seeing a the nation. Yeah. Then Isaac comes on the scene, he got these two twins fighting, and we're going to read about Isaac and Jacob on Friday night mm. that even before they were born. Mm. hallelujah. Then I, Jacob comes on the scene and he's fighting and he's fighting. And Joseph says, nope, God is sovereign. He has the final say. Can you imagine when Jacob sees, rides into Egypt thinking he's going to die, bringing Benjamin, Mm. coming hoping that Simeon is still alive, and his eyes sees his son again. Doubt your doubts, Jacob. Mm. Doubt your situation. But don't never doubt the supreme ruler. Yes. If you've been through a tough time this 2020 and you're saying, mm. what in the world? Mm. Some of you say, I ain't went through a tough time. I've been blessed. But your blessing has no purpose attached to it. you like Joseph in Egypt. You don't know yet why. Mm. Everything that happens for you, and to you the good and the bad it's for a bigger plan and god is in charge of that plan let us pray today if you're watching and you've never asked jesus into your heart i want you to ask jesus into your heart today say father god Father God, come into my life. Come into my life. I surrender my will. I surrender my plans to you. I've tried. I've tried. And things have failed. And things have failed. And it, feels like and it feels like the world is working. The world is working. Against me. Against me. But, little do I know but little do I know that if God be for me. That is God before me. Who can be against, me. Can be against me? God, God, save me, today save me today. And fill me with your Holy and Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus', name, In Jesus I name. I thank you for dying. I thank you for dying. And raising from the dead. And raising from the dead. For my life. For my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and thank you for watching once again we pray blessings on you and your family and we're doing a tremendous work here in New York City we believe the Lord has called us here it cost us we are grateful for everyone that sows into our ministry and if you're watching and you feel led to sow you can go to churchcityusa.com you can sow into our ministry hey listen every bit help it doesn't matter how big or small we bless God for you and uh, we love you and we want to continue to do the work of the ministry thank you This is your boy, and I'm out.